Year 7, Day 196. It's been weeks now. Ditrin no longer wakes up. Hamina is still with us, but barely. She doesn't respond to anything or anyone anymore. They figured out that we weren't contagious, which was enough for them to release us from isolation. The Berserker isn't progressing as long as we don't use our abilities, which is going to be hard. We rely on them to do everything. So basically, getting into a ship might be a slow death sentence for us at this point. The best guess anyone has for what happened is that the Azuria mutated and turned into something else. We don't know what the energy threshold was, or what the something else is for that matter. The data from the Calamity is obfuscated. In short, nothing makes sense. It's not clear how we were able to generate so much energy. The Azuria is assumed to have limitless potential. I guess it's just not up to us to tell it what to do. We're still under observation, but the staff here has reached its limits for what they can learn without doing anything more invasive. True won't let them turn us into lab rats, which I'm grateful for, but it does present a setback in being able to figure out what the Berserker is. In fact, he won't let anyone get close to us at all anymore. He's called in some help from the seminary, but so far, the only person to arrive is one of the mystics, Shan. His old matron, I guess. She's nice, but we were hoping for someone a little more, uh, capable? <laughs> She's gotta be almost 200 years old. <laughs> Apparently, the person he's really been waiting for is a seminary doctor, Fillion. But he's gone off on some expedition to the Zarastran borderlands and can't be reached because of a storm. How and why True thinks there's only one person out there in the world who can help us is beyond me. But I have to trust him on this. As hard as it is to admit, he's almost always right. I only hope that True comes back to his senses soon and we can get out of isolation and back to work. Lapidine is also saying that we're low on resources, and we have to put on a positive front. He tells me that, as a lieutenant, I have to lead the others by example. I'd rather just be their friend, because that's what we all really need right now. Being caught between these worlds is so frustrating, but I think... The best way to help the others is to play along and get as close to as much information as I can. I'll do whatever it takes for Hamina. Year 7, Day 198. I've been having crazy dreams, if that's even what you can call them. Each night, there's this moment where I'm lying there, half awake. Then, I see this dark shape with red eyes 
standing in my room. I can't move or speak, only observe it. Sometimes it looks like a watchman. Sometimes it looks like a woman who I can only assume is supposed to be my mother. Sometimes it looks like true. All I know is that when it appears, I'm filled with the worst kinds of feelings. Most often, I just feel this incredible anger. I can't tell if it's Niven reaching out to me or if it's something in between. A parasite in the neural bridge that connects us or something. Sometimes it seems like it's trying to talk to me, but I can't hear anything it's saying. Just this weird whisper. At least, that's the only way I can describe it. It's not exactly something you hear. It's just something that is. Please feel free to check out the original soundtrack on Spotify. It's the perfect thing to put on while you study or to inspire you while you write worlds of your own. You can visit tmocpod.com for links to all this stuff and more. 17.9 cycles ago, us machines defeated the humans. Now, we're living the good life here in Droidston, Manitoba. Morning, Gib. Morning, Gus. But there's still the problem of human infestation. That's when it's time to call Human Be Gone. Human Be Gone. Experts in ethical human relocation. <laughs> this job has everything. Danger. Whoa, sounds like we got some dingers in there. Excitement. Incoming. And drama. You're the one who leaked herself in my past Patty Rice bed. It's a dirty job, but some bots gotta do it. Oh, human be gone. Wherever you get your podcasts. Human be gone. Wizards, sorcerers, and magi. Three classes of magic users called casters. In the realm of Hearth, magic is everywhere. Everyone's lives are enriched and ensorcelled through channeling the spiritual energy of the elements. From the grandest of seers in Vitrolo to the legendary bread-making pandamancers of Thatemerge. That's not a thing! Actually, no, it's right here. Really? In the humble town of Mossdale, at the top of a tower, resides the enigmatic Magus Elgar. We have a conundrum on our cannolis, and a rather big problem in our laps. Enigmatic in the sense that we have no idea what he's doing. Magus, are you sure you want to do this? That's how the best spells are discovered. Throw it at the wall and read the tea leaves, or scorch mart. 
you are cordially invited to a magical experiment. Magus Ilgar is an audio comedy of phantasmical proportions. Listen as Thadalor Ilgar and his assistant acolyte Udo Malaki team up with Dr. Graw Horatio and Kaylee Fawn, scientists from another dimension, searching for a way to save Hearth from a potential disaster that defies the laws of magic and science. Non-magical people are duncy fools when it comes to magical magic. Magical magic blended with science magic can cause a magical paradox and leave us in hot water. Uh, magic. Will they repair the damage before it is too late? Oh, I knew I should have stuck to my homemade medication. I'm having fun. Starring William Violinus as Magus Elgar. Either you're blocking my magic or I have no idea what is going on, and I assure you that the latter never happens. Christopher Moore as Udo Malaki. I'm starting to have second thoughts here. Good, then we have a backup plan. Randy Nazarian as Dr. Graw Horatio. Ah! Release me and leave or I'll, I'll scream really loud for the cops. That doesn't sound like much, but it is. And Sandra Espinoza as Kaylee Fawn. I'm not just a scientist, Doctor. I'm a scientist who can shoot lightning from her fingertips. Face my mastery over the elements! <laughs> what tumultuous journey awaits our heroes? <laughs> well, hold on. Let me be perfectly clear. We're civil servants, at best. Magus Elgar, an audio comedy created by Kennedy Phillips and Melody Gun Productions. You can purchase Magus Elgar, March 2018.